Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Welcome back to 3Talk. After last week's episode, people have said to us they are struggling with what actually is their purpose. Hence, this is what we're going to be discussing today. The headliner is we are all going to die, but are we all going to live? I would like you to ponder that a little bit. So three steps to help you identify your life purpose. Are you there yet? Do you know what your purpose in life is? Have you discovered what you love doing and what are your passions? Purpose and passion, two words that define and influence most courses of our life. Passion makes you enthusiastic about being alive. Purpose shows you the path to take fearless and self-assured action. Unfortunately, many of us are searching for our purpose and passion in life endlessly because they are not easily revealing themselves. More than that, sometimes they're right in front of your eyes, but you don't see them. So people say, what is my life purpose? Today, we're going to discuss what we should ask instead. What questions should we ask instead? What people tend to mean when they ask the life purpose question is this. What activities will give my life more joy and meaning? What should I be doing with my time and my abilities that would be helpful and make a difference? What directions should I be pursuing that will feel better to me than this boring, meaningless work I'm engaged in now that leaves me feeling empty? How can I stop feeling that I'm wasting my time in work that is just for my pay check and nothing more? And what can I do in my time off from work that will help me feel my life matters more? I do believe that each of us can identify a key overarching purpose of our lives and live from that knowledge. And doing so is helpful and positive. And I've seen that when we do, we open the door to experiencing more joy, peace, satisfaction and positive energy. But I've also found that discovering your purpose doesn't necessarily look and feel like what people fantasize about. We are going to discuss three simple ways you can identify your life purpose and start leveraging it powerfully today in what you're doing both professionally and personally. What do you think, Lucia? I love this one. You know that passion is my trademark. So anything that relates to what are you passionate about or what sparks your passion, I'm in. So you've got me from the hello, as they say. And I think this is such a key thing for everything in life. And quite wrongly, people think that, you know, passion needs to be something bigger than it is. You may waiting for that big bang, big explosion to feel something very powerfully. Passion can come in very little steps. You could feel very passionately about having a certain set of cereal, right? And you can feel strongly that that's what you want to it. So do not overthink and do not mistake passion by this big demonstration of whatever it is. Passion comes in a snackable sizes and I like to take it every day, as you know. But also I would say before we get into the steps, when people think about life purpose or what do I like doing or finding a hobby quite frequently we hear right people say you know find a hobby and develop it I found myself there I have found myself trying to find a hobby and actually not finding d1 because hobbies normally understood as oh I like reading I like painting so 
join a book reading club or join painting classes. In my case, for example, just in case this can help people listening to us today, I found that my hobby was being with people. And so that's what I do. And I look for activities that involve being with people. What the activity is, I am not that fast about. I could go to the cinema. I could go and have a coffee. I could go for a walk. I could go to the gym. But the important thing for me, my hobby was being with people, being surrounded by people. So I would say open your mind where you're thinking about what you enjoy doing. And it may well be an activity, but it well may be like a feeling. So feeling to those two, it doesn't need to be exclusive. I would say open your mind and start looking for the things that energize you, that fill your soul. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's kind of the first thing we're going to focus on today. So is understanding what life purpose truly is. So one way to begin to identify your life purpose is to make a thorough review of everything you your fulfillment along with a sense of knowing why you're on this planet at this time. Then you'll want to intersect that with identifying how that meaning and fulfillment was tied to being of service to another person, to your family or friends, to your community, organization, or the world at large. Make it very simple and straightforward, like Lucia said, and don't overcomplicate it. And realize that it can have a self-orientated focus, meaning that it can be about where you personally find joy. Again, what Lucia was saying. Here are some great examples of my client's definition of their life purpose. To be a catalyst for positive change in people's life. To help people realize the light they have inside them. To bring order and calm to chaos. To help organizations achieve their highest goals in the most effective way possible. To turn my mess into a message and help others bypass my painful mistakes. To help organizations lead and manage people more positively to bring joy and laughter through humor, to nurture my creative talents and help others find theirs, to be a loudspeaker for messages that need to be shared. And the list goes on and on. So to identify your life purpose, connect the dots from your childhood onward and discover who you've always been that makes a positive difference in people's lives. And if you have no idea how you make a positive difference to the people around you, go ahead and ask them to tell you how. I often do this exercise with my clients and they really are quite surprised at what their friends tell them about what positive difference they make in their life. So, you know, it's a great exercise. Now, when I was a child, I always helped the underdog. The person I could see was unhappy. My best friend's mum died of cancer when she was nine. And I kind of always felt that I was the one who could help her. I think I literally could feel her pain and I loved making her feel all wasn't lost. She could still be happy and this was the first in a series of friendships that would show me my life's purpose. And that has gone through all my teaching, all the children that struggled, all the children that were unconfident, that they were always the ones that I could help the most. And that is what's come through in coaching I hate to see talented lovely people not confident or well enough to live a happy life I just don't like to see people struggle and that is what's become my purpose so one way to find your purpose to ask yourself is what pain or injustice or unhappiness have you witnessed that you just can't live with is there anything that touches you so deeply that it drives you often a powerful purpose can come from powerful pain that is very true, um, but I would also say that it doesn't need to be coming from a pain. It is one of the resources that you can find, but you can also look at what you do in your 
everyday living and what things that you do help you spark that joy, as Marie Kondo we say. Just try and find that thing that you feel happy about. And you may be finding or finding a segue into what is your purpose. Because you were saying, uh, Flair, at a very young age, you just felt that you were happy and your purpose was to help that people, whether that was through teaching, whether it is now through coaching. But you felt very passionately about helping others and help them come at peace or, you know, feel better about themselves or the situation they were going through. And some of the people may just find that they are the happiest when they are tidying up or making plans or coming up with ideas to help some of the people. So I would say just pay attention to where you find the joy because maybe that is your purpose. Maybe if you find that you are really happy about helping somebody else organize the day or organize their houses, maybe you've got a passion for organization and maybe you should be exploring something like becoming a BA or a PA because you know that you're going to help simplify somebody else's day. Yeah, I think that's really good what you said, Lucia, about just taking notice. What do you find easy that other people don't find easy? And maybe that passion can then come into, you know, not just what you do in your personal life, but what you do in your professional life as well. This is very true and leads very nicely to our number two point, which is honor what you love to do and begin to move away from what exhausts and drains you. So the thing is that you cannot feel and honor your life purpose when you block down every minute of the day in the activities that you hate to engage in. And with people that you don't respect. Like, for example, during my last years in corporate life, I realized it was taking all the energy I could muster just to get out of bed and get there. And I just felt drained and demoralized. And, you know, that was a very hard one for me because I used to love what I was doing. And then all of a sudden that changed. And it was only when I started to look into it and start looking about the things that I love in the current job that I was doing and the things that I was finding exhausting and draining that I was able to transform my career into something I'm proud of today, which is being a coach. Because I identified that what I loved the most about my job was the creativity that came with it, the getting myself in somebody else's shoes and trying to understand their problems and trying to simplify it and help them overcome it and do it with that creative spark that comes, which I transfer, uh, we were saying on our last episode, transferable skills, transfer that into the coaching. And now I'm able to look at somebody's situation with that creative approach, thinking outside the box and saying, okay, let's look at different angles and possibilities here. But I'm also doing what I love the most, which is helping people and putting myself in their place and try to simplify the problem that they are looking at, cut through the noise and, you know, create that path towards the woods into the light to get what they want. And that is what gives me a great boost of self-esteem, self-worth, self-confidence, because I am now aligned to what I found my purpose to be, which is to be of service to somebody else and do it with passion, doing it with creativity, and doing it with a smile, because that's what I love. I'm just an optimist. And that's what I found in coaching. So look at what you do 
in your current life, I mean, for the sake of the conversation, let's say job, look at what you're doing in your job that you find that you love and look at what you're doing at your job that you just hate doing because that might also give you a steer or an indication as to whether you're doing what you should be doing whether you know you should start thinking about making a move and finding something else that you are truly passionate about thank you Lucia yeah it's really important honor what you love to do and begin to move away from what exhausts and drains you which takes us to the final point recognize new ways in which you'd like to help there's lots of research to show that the happiest people are people that are in service so that are sharing what they're good at or what they want to do to help others. So virtually everyone I've worked with who has a clear sense of life purpose is focused on being of service in some key way that supports others. This can be through the way you parent, teach, or your personal hobbies, or volunteering for a cause that matters to them, or doing work either in their full-time role or as a side job. That makes them feel alive and of use. We've talked about this in other episodes. When you feel it used to somebody else, it really can lift your spirits and your energy, make you feel that your life has a good purpose. One thing we'd like to highlight is don't make the mistake of thinking that you have to be honoring your life purpose every minute of the day. Let's face it, you are your life purpose. It's not a particular action or career always. It's actually how you live. For example, I believe that I always want to live in kindness. I always want to live following a passion. So they are part of my values. So if you're living in that way and you're living and how you engage with others, how you speak, how you support your growth and your positivity and how you use your add something of value so that will make you feel purposeful if you feel you're very far away recognizing your life purpose start with identifying one way you can do something that lights you up joy is the way to finding your purpose no one who's miserable exhausted angry tired can find the energy to even feel or see their purpose the quickest path to identifying your life purpose is through doing things that brings you joy and enhances your life experience That's the best and surest way to discover a compelling purpose and a set of overreaching life goals that will nourish you and others around you now and in the future. And one of my favorite books, and I've even sent it to my clients and friends for Christmas this year, is The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. Because the road of finding your passion and purpose may begin by knowing yourself better. And this book really helps you recognize and appreciate who you are first, what makes you feel that you're enough. And second, allows you to take advantage of actually who you are. What a waste of life, we say, when seeing someone talented and skilled, but too afraid to show the world who they are. So reading this book can help you learn how to love and accept yourself as you are, so you can build the future of your dreams. I love that. And that's, you know, I haven't read it, but definitely I'm going to go for it now. So thank you very much for that recommendation, Flair. And I think, you know, is bang on it. I think sometimes we just tend to overcomplicate and overthink what life purpose is. And, you know, I think what we were saying today is that it is as simple as asking yourself this question, what do I like doing? What brings me joy? And there is always something. I found people, and I'm sure you have as well, Fleur, that say, but but I don't know what it is. Well, then have a sit down with yourself and start thinking, 
and asking for real that question and start paying attention. That's what it takes. Start paying attention to your daily stuff and what you like doing about it. There is always something that you go back to bed at night and you're like, oh yeah, that was worth it. So look for that, that was worth it moment. I think that's all we're asking you to do. Pay attention, ask this very simple question and let things unfold from that. Do not, you know, I think you can easily get stopped before you have even started by thinking that you need to find this big thing, this big meaning. And actually, as you said, Fleur, the important thing is remembering that you are it. You are your purpose. And it is in how you live. Start by taking that simple action, that very minimal step, and let it unfold from there. Yeah, and I'd go a step further when the thinking... Because, you know, we've said before in the past, the thinking mind will can overanalyze and overthink, engage, do stuff. And then you will know something that's been nagging you maybe to try and you think, "Mm, not so sure. Go try it. Then you'll know. Nothing's lost apart from a learning experience. So thank you for joining us today. And hoping you're going to find your life purpose It is a lifelong journey and it's okay to take a step at a time and it's normal to pause and reevaluate regularly and it's okay to feel overwhelmed. Nothing worth doing is easy and this will not always be easy, but you can make it easier by your mindset of thinking it's easier. So thank you for joining and subscribing. We really appreciate it as we can keep giving this free content. If you're not subscribed, do subscribe on iTunes and then it will alert you of the next episode. Sending you lots of positive energy, love and happiness. Have a great week and bye for now.